In today's Gospel, we encounter a man called Zacchaeus, who we hear encounters Jesus. Zacchaeus is described as a chief tax collector. And this role in his society at that time meant he was an outcast to his own people. He had no standing in his community. He was viewed as a collaborator who worked with and for the Roman occupiers. Now, they weren't paid by the Romans and so it was generally acknowledged that tax collectors preyed on their own people, increasing their taxes so that they could line their own pockets. Remember, we're told he's a wealthy man. Yes, Zacchaeus' position as chief tax collector meant he was looked down upon, not just because he was small in stature, but because he was despised. Now, having said that, I just wonder what the first thing was that popped into your head when you heard the story of Zacchaeus. I have to admit that every time I hear it, for me it's this. Zacchaeus was a very little man, and a very little man was he. I'll let you pick it up from there if you know it. I just wondered if your first thoughts were the fact that he is a small man. A small man who climbs a tree. Or is it the thought that he gets all his self-esteem and wealth from his position of power and taking money from other people? If it is, then perhaps for a moment we could set aside those parts of the story and instead take the time to recognise that possibly, just possibly, in many ways, Zacchaeus might very well be representative of many people in our day and age. Why do I say that of a man who lived 2,000 years ago, who had a specific role in his society? Well, I suppose it's because Zacchaeus strikes me as someone who recognises that there is something missing in his life. He strikes me as a lonely man, a man lost in a crowd, and for all sorts of reasons. He's very much an outsider, you see. It seems as if his worth as a person has been decided by others based on his past actions and choices. And perhaps because of that, he feels he cannot measure up to other people's expectations, that he'll never be acceptable to them. And therefore, maybe he wonders if he can ever be acceptable to God. And so when he hears that Jesus is coming through his town on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus, who had a reputation for being friendly with tax collectors, prostitutes and the others looked down upon elements of society, he decides he wants to check him out. He puts himself out on a limb, so to speak, and makes and takes time to see Jesus. I love the fact that we're told the kind of tree that Zacchaeus climbed, a sycamore fig tree. You see, the branches of the sycamore fig are strong and wide-spreading, and it has lots of lateral branches, which meant it was an easy tree for Zacchaeus to climb, even if he had to demean himself by hitching up his robes to scramble up. But more important than that, it was a tree in which he could easily be hidden. 
It's almost as if Zacchaeus wants to see who Jesus is, but he doesn't necessarily want Jesus to see him. After all, when people are hostile towards you, when you believe what others say of you, you sometimes want to try and hide yourself away. Whether it was mere curiosity or a great need he sensed in his own heart that made Zacchaeus go and see Jesus for himself, I don't think we can fully understand and comprehend the, the light that dawned in Zacchaeus' world when Jesus didn't look down on him with disdain, but rather looked up at him, found him, and by that I mean really saw him. And when he does, what Jesus says to him is, not repent, not believe, not follow me, not sell your belongings, no guilt trip. Just basically, let's spend some time together. It's a request that simultaneously brings Zacchaeus joy and scandalises the crowd because they know Zacchaeus. And they've decided he's not only not acceptable to them, he's not acceptable to God. They've labelled him, in this case, a sinner. Someone who has done something wrong according to religious or moral law. A label that says he can't approach God. But when Zacchaeus accepts that invitation from Jesus of spending time with him, and extends his own welcome to his home, into his life, his broken spirit is healed as he encounters God's love, God's acceptance, and something in him changes. And because of that, his life changes. His relationship with those around him change. Suddenly, Zacchaeus no longer sees people as a financial opportunity to increase his own wealth. Rather, he sees the poor and wants to give. He recognises the exploited and he wants to help. He starts to see people as people again. And Jesus says, today, salvation. Today, deliverance has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. He belongs. He is a true child of God. In the novel The Robe by Lloyd Douglas, he uses the story of Zacchaeus to describe the liberating, freeing impact which meeting with Jesus can make on a life. You see, after Zacchaeus promises to give away all this money, Lloyd Douglas has Jesus ask, Zacchaeus, what led you to do that? And Zacchaeus answered, Master, when I looked into your eyes, I saw mirrored there the Zacchaeus I was intended to be. When Jesus looked up and invited himself into Zacchaeus' home, into his life, he saw more than a chief tax collector, more than a wealthy man with questionable ethics, a short man in stature. He saw what Zacchaeus couldn't see for himself, a true child of God. And Zacchaeus' life goes from darkness to light and his broken spirit is healed as he encounters God's love and acceptance. And that's the thing. Even if we can't see and accept our own worth or others label us and don't see our worth, Jesus can and does. 
Do you know what the name Zacchaeus means? It means pure, clean. That's what Jesus saw in Zacchaeus. It's what he sees in you and me, even when we don't see it in ourselves or each other. But I wonder if we may can take time to accept Jesus' open invitation to spend time with him, if we too might just catch a glimpse of the person we are intended to be. And that's a true child of God.